0: This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Going back to normal school life can be an exciting or anxious time for children after the summer holidays. There are some tips for parents to help your children ease into a new school year. When 11-year-old Adaya Perez first heard of the devastating news about COVID-19 in January last year, most of her friends, and Australia at large, remained oblivious until the virus finally landed on our shores.
1: Everybody probably like didn't really care much when we were just saw the news. It was kind of like, it's infecting that country. It's probably not going to travel all the way here. Like, it can't just grow legs and come here, but actually it did.
0: Research by Kids Helpline in May last year showed that 39% of its younger callers felt anxious or worried about returning to a normal school and work life. An anonymous Kids Helpline counsellor explains.
2: So that's a lot of people who aren't quite sure whether they're ready to go back to school or to work. The first reason is that people are worried about second wave, COVID-19. So they're still worried about getting sick or their family getting sick or things getting worse. The second reason is that normal, isn't going to be the same as it was before COVID-19. So there will be big changes at school and in general life as a result of this. And the third reason why people are worried about this is actually because for some people being at home and being in isolation had some positives with it and they really just enjoyed being at home a little bit more.
0: A year on, schools around the country have learnt to manage changes amid the COVID-19 pandemic and largely stayed away from transmissions, according to Associate Professor Asher Bowen, a paediatric infectious diseases specialist at the Telethon Kids Institute in Perth.
2: Limiting adults on the school around at times, hand washing and um respiratory hygiene, coughing and sneezing into your elbow, cleaning your hands, disposing of your tissues after um sneezing are really important activities for kids to be taught to do and for to be active in the school environment.
0: Sydney paediatrician and infectious diseases specialist Dr Archana Koirala says research found that even without physical distancing within schools, preschools and in play, children don't seem to be a real risk factor in transmissions.
2: So currently we don't recommend that physical distancing is required in school settings and kids need to be able to tumble and play and it's really hard for young children to be separated.
0: The Australian Department of Health website states that only 4.5% of COVID-19 cases have been in school-aged children. Meanwhile, Dr Bowen's studies show a lower rate of transmission at New South Wales schools, drawing from the example of SARS-CoV-2 cases linked to schools up to the end of Term 3 last year. Out of nearly 6,000 contacts traced, only less than 1% of transmission occurred.
2: Children under 10 are much less likely to infect others with the virus and also to be infected themselves. That doesn't mean that they will not get infected, but it just means that a lower end. And then as kids get into adolescence, um, so high school ages, that continues to increase and gets closer to the adult ranges by the time they're finishing high school.
0: For that reason, doctor koi Khoi-Rala recommends that children over the age of 12 wear a mask on public transport.
2: It's important that the students to health advice or wear masks in public transport. And I think that's really important because there are adults that catch public transport and public transport is a lot more of a confined space.
0: The Australian public health advice does not require children under the age of 12 to wear masks. But Dr Bowen says that could change when outbreaks occur. For now, she's not too concerned about the new overseas variants as community transmissions from these strains have not yet been recorded.
2: Trying to protect kids at all odds and asking them to wear masks right now is probably going to reduce their willingness to do it potentially at a time where it is needed. So I think right now we don't need kids to wear masks in schools, but we need to be quite conscious of the changing environment and these changing messages as transmission changes.
0: Born to an Asian mother, Brisbane-based Perez wore a mask in public throughout the holidays, even when she attended private tutorial lessons.
1: Some kids can be very picky with the colour, I don't like this, I don't like that, it doesn't make me look pretty or it doesn't doesn't look cool. Maybe think about how the mask is going to help you. If we don't have the vaccine, it's kind of like our backup.
0: Taiwan-born Yuna Chow has two school-aged children. She says her children are familiar with the Taiwanese way of wearing masks in public and in schools, which is accepted as a social norm.
1: 我觉得有时候绝对的服从未必是一件坏事。我喜欢台湾的理念，台湾就是防疫如抗战。我会跟孩子说，你不但保护自己，你更要保护别人。我们要对整个社会有责任，戴口罩就是尽到我们这份社会责任，这是一种很好、很荣耀的事情。我是这样教育我小孩，然后我觉得他们也很能接受。
0: While it's not part of the Australian culture to wear a mask in everyday life, Julianne, a Brisbane paediatric nurse, suggests role-playing at home to familiarise your children with wearing one in case the health advice changes.
2: Let's just have a play around and see how it goes. This is how mummy and daddy are doing it, but it's going to be difficult for the children because they don't like hats on, let alone a face mask.
0: Dr Bowen says while practising at home helps... Parents need to teach their children the correct procedures of putting on and taking off a face mask.
2: Make sure that you're just touching the parts that are around your ears because the part at the front is where um, anyone who coughs near you would put respiratory virus there. So we really need to be practicing how to get it on, making sure that um, we clean our hands before and after putting it on, check that kids can wear it comfortably and safely and uh, are familiar with how to do it.
0: Julianne believes hand hygiene is more important than asking young children to put on a mask. She stresses that it's vital that children with cold and flu symptoms stay away from school.
2: Don't be sending sick children to school. It doesn't have to be for COVID. And then, you know, you could be infecting somebody at school who has immunology issues, who is very vulnerable to any cold, coughs and flu sort of things.
0: A sixth grader this year, Perez has already been through two schools and is about to start a new school. She's excited about meeting new friends. For children who are anxious about meeting new friends, Perez suggests friend hunting.
1: You can go to like after school classes because I'm sure up school has like netball, basketball and art classes. You can go to those classes and hopefully make some friends there. But if you don't, you've always got like the set of friends that you've been with.
0: She's not phased by the possibility of remote learning during outbreaks, as technology has kept her friendships flourishing throughout last year's lockdown.
1: I will computer and you They will me, will computer and
0: For high school students who are worried about catching COVID-19, Dr Archana suggests forming your own friendship bubble.
2: Adolescents want to hang out with each other. And so one of the best methods is to just choose a couple of people that you really want to hang out with and maybe make that your little bubble.
0: For the latest Australian government update and advice on COVID-19, visit www.australia.gov.au call the National Coronavirus Helpline on 1-800-020-080 for more information on coronavirus. For emotional support targeting children and young people under the age of 25, call Kids Helpline anytime on one 800 55 1800. If you need language help, call the National Translating and Interpreting Service on 131450 and ask for your designated service. The Settlement Guide feature on helping your kids cope with the pandemic was prepared by Amy Chen-Yu Wong. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.